0: That's good stuff, and we're going to get into another part of the teaching here. That uh, as we were going to the break, you said Jesus the Nazarene and King of the Jews. But you're you're talking a little bit about that sign that ended up on the cross and the significance, yeah. of that. Talk about his name. And you know, for me, uh, I'm I'm one of those sticklers where I think all of us in the West were born with that word Jesus, and right. so we pray in the name of Jesus and we love that name of Jesus because it is how we came to God. Sweetest so name, I it know. Is, yeah. Right. So, and even no matter how much uh, you Come to get used to the name Yeshua or Yeshua. Either one of those. Uh, it's still it's, it's ingrained. It is. You can you can never. It's just you, if you say a prayer, it's in the name of Jesus. That's it's right. Just, it's just yeah. built that way. But his name is Yeshua, and so we're going to step into a little, a little bit here where we go into Hebrew, Latin, and Greek because mm. the next part of the Passover story is him on the cross. There is no Passover story without right. Jesus on the cross, right? And um, Pesach or Passover isn't just about the angel of death in Egypt, but about the Son of God. Destroying sin and death for humanity. Remember, wonderful that he destroyed sin, but he's got to destroy sin and death for us. Right. So death has no victory. It's swallowed up in victory, right? So we don't have to pay those wages. So it's important. So the word Passover is really about Egypt. Pesach, the Hebrew word, is about the kingdom of God. So at Passover in Egypt, the blood was put over the doorway, down each side above... Uh, each side above for salvation and on either side for protection is what they say, alright, mm-hmm. so over the doorway, down each side above for salvation, the side's for protection, and it's just this wonderful foreshadowing of the sign they hung on the cross of Jesus the Romans wrote in, I mean, in English you would have said Jesus the Nazarene King of the Jews or Judeans, in Latin Greek and Hebrew those are the three languages now we don't know how they wrote that out. We assume it would have been the uh, pictographs, the Hebrew letters that way. But they could have they could have they could have written out the words too. But we, mm-hmm. there'd be no reason to do that. But those pictographs, those four letters that sum up his name is yud nun mem yud or yod, either how you want to say that. Right uh, of the Hebrew words Yeshua Nazarene. So Yeshua is yod, Nazarene nun. Melek is the mem, and, uh, and uh, Udeans would have been another Y or the, the L sound or I sound, that, that uh, Udeans, the, what we use as a J now. Mm-hmm. But when they saw this, where there was the words or the symbols, it enraged the Jewish leaders for a very good reason. In Hebrew, Yeshua is not just a name. It's the word for salvation. Nazarene, which comes from netzer or branch, was a messianic title from Isaiah. There shall come forth hmm. a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch yeah. shall grow out of its roots. So you know, Melech, that word on um, the mem of Melech, is king that's that's the meaning for it that's it that's just like we would king is king malek that means king so and the next word is eudeans or judeans or eudeans however you want to do that so those four letters suddenly (laughs) become something would really annoy you for the pharisees and the religious jews crucifying jesus this sign is absolutely blasphemous It essentially says this. (laughs) This is, as in Jesus, this is salvation, the Messiah, king of the Judeans. (laughs) So of all the things they don't want written above his head, Uh. it is, this guy is salvation, the Messiah, king of the Judeans. And that's the four letters they chose. So... The Jews might have thought they were in charge of the cross, but God had set the whole thing up, especially the location, Mm. for the beginning of time. Now, there's different opinions on where... Uh, he was crucified and where he's buried. Obviously, we weren't there. Nobody can say 100% certainty. I have my own opinions, but I believe, based on where Scripture says it, rather than some of the traditional places, but it had to be outside the camp and at the East Gate. So where is this sign at? So, the execution of a criminal in the time of Jesus was acknowledged as the criminal's own sin offering for himself instead of a substitute animal sacrifice. All right? Mm -hmm. So if you're executed as a criminal... It was so everyone knew it was your crime, you're not suffering for someone else, it's yours. So criminals, as sin offerings, were executed in the presence of God, which was just outside the camp, near the Red Heifer altar. This is also the spot where Stephen was executed later on. Mm. Since Jesus was counted as a criminal, he was taken to the summit of Olivet, the Mount of Olives, across the kindred valley Valley. the jews call it the valley of jehoshaphat where they believe god would judge all people for their sins there jesus died as a sin offering not for himself but for the sins of the world that's why it was in that location Now, let's talk about this road up there, the path east from the temple up the Mount of Olives to Bethany. Very common path, lots of history to it. It may be where the Tree of Knowledge of Good and Evil was, Is very likelihood. It was the path Adam and Eve would have walked to leave the garden in banishment. This spot on the top somewhere, it was a place a young boy named David buried Goliath's head. The spot of the great trophy became really well known. Goliath was from Gath, so the summit was called Golgotha the place of the skull. A lot of people thought it's the face and all these other things. No, it's the place of the skull of Goliath. It's Golgotha. For Jesus to be crucified there brought extra meaning and I think kind of irony, fulfilling Jesus's. Uh, Genesis 3.15, he will crush your head, you mm. will strike his heel, which takes you back to Jesus coming as the, the son of David. You know, it's that whole picture there. Yeah. Suddenly, beautiful. he's not only doing this, it's also going all, all the way back to David killing Goliath. And it's this, this beautiful connection that comes through. Yeah, uh, The Shekinah glory of God left the temple, if you read the book of Ezekiel, over the same path on the Mount of Olives. So this is an extraordinarily important place. At the Feast of Yom Kippur on the Day of Atonement, there's two goats that are sacrificed. The blood of the first goat was placed on the mercy seat, the Ark of the Covenant. Inside the Holy of Holies, you pour the blood on it. The other of the scapegoat was released into the wilderness, signifying that our sins were not only covered but also removed. Mm -hmm. Well, in the days of the temple, the scapegoat was led through the eastern gate toward the Mount of Olives and there it would disappear from view as it followed the removal of sins from the people Mm -hmm. which would have been the same place as the cross. Yeah. But that's not it. The same spot was the location of the ascension of Jesus into heaven. He ascended and disappeared in the same way as the scapegoat disappeared, showing that our sins are removed as far as the east is from the west. Where will Jesus return? On that same spot, it says, split the mountain in two where a river will flow from the altar to the Dead Sea. It is one of the most significant parts of all places. And that place, you know, 2,000 years ago, mm-hmm. this Passover, this day, they hung that sign. That so infuriated everyone that that summed up uh, in the best way you could. This man is salvation, the Messiah, the king of the Jews. But thankfully also king for everyone. King of everything. There's still more to go. We're going to look at the end is the beginning.